welcome back. We are, what is this, episode 50? I don't even know. I don't even know. This is 51. Is 51. We're coming up on a year, buddy. Wow, Puerto Rico, dude. We're, yeah, This dude. is the Puerto Rico 51st, baby. This is it. This Hell is yeah. for uh, our brothers in Puerto Rico, dude. Look how far we've come since episode one. Um, I know. Now we're, feel you like know, we started I'm off proud with of us. Yeah, no, we we started off in a real like studio type environment, and now, um, you know, you can see my frying pan cover in the back. You know, yeah, it's funny how much devolved. can change. Well, no, no you got to <laughs> We started out. I'm looking directly at the camera this episode. We started oh, yeah. out. Uh, we started out audio only, man. Remember, you were you were the one that was said we should do video, and I honestly I remember thinking I remember thinking this too. I remember thinking, okay, I'll, uh, I'll, you know what? I was like, if you want to edit the episode, I'll do this for you. I yeah. was, I remember thinking, like, I don't know why ball. anyone would want to watch the video. I'm like, I, I honestly thought it was a bad idea, but I was willing to try it. But when I saw the first video that you made, I was like, I, it was one of those things where I went from zero to like understanding your point of view to 100% being like, oh. <laughs> I get what he was saying. Like, yeah. I'm going to be real. Like, at first I was like, dude, Zach, this guy and his bad ideas. Now I couldn't yeah. imagine doing just like this as audio. Yeah, just audio would be weird at this point. This is audio. I feel like I'm listening to, you know, NPR with Terry Gross. You know, like yeah, the, this can't not... be like that's this can't be pleasing on just the ears. Like it's not pleasing right. on like the eyes either, but together in tandem, it's at least, you know, it's manageable, I feel like. But no, that's yeah. that's funny. Um You got a take on Terry Gross. What do you think of what do you Dude, I, I all right. Man, I wish I had a take on Terry Gross. I don't think I do. I mean, she's a great interviewer. I'm a big fan of the show, but she is like it, I will if I want to dig at Terry Gross, the only thing I can say now is that she's kind of like leaned in to like the idea she created. Like now she's like really like tell me about your story, like your life. How did it begin? Where are you? Like that kind of thing and I'm like I, I don't know. Maybe she's. Going I feel back. like she chops up her episodes a bit too, where she she cuts them down to only get the good parts, you know, which I respect. Yeah, she does great interviews, and then she knows, like, look, we're gonna have a lot of fat, which I feel like, especially yeah. with like Joe Rogan, like the dude. So I would say fat. Joe Rogan. There's like, it's a good have on, but the only like qual. I would say there's about twenty three minutes of quality. Yeah. I would agree in a with Joe that. Rogan. Yeah, and about I, 45 minutes of like looking up videos of like an elk killing a deer or like an elk dude, fighting a turtle. Why? Okay, riddle me this, dude. Why are you going to as, there are so many episodes where there's an elk killing a turtle and we just <laughs> it's just them watching the video and we can't watch it. They can't show it on the screen. Yeah. So we watch them watch it. We don't know what's going on. But they're reacting to an elk killing a turtle, and we're just there reacting to their reaction. I mean, like, yeah, at a hey certain guys, point. Talk about this later. Yeah. Can we wait? Can we wait? There, there are you know subjects to discuss. I don't know. I mean, I can don't we know. get back I, to UFC fighting? Yeah, guys. Can we talk about weigh-ins and you know proper Muay Thai technique? Like, dude. <laughs> yeah. I no. mean, that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why I signed up, dude. That's why I got me on it pills so I can. Yeah. Before I'm, I had on alpha it. brained out. I'm alpha brained out watching people react to videos. Dude, like, before I on, had man. before I had alpha brain, I was a guy sludging through life, waiting on a divorce and fighting yeah. the urge not to go into work 
and kill all of my coworkers. And then I got Alpha Brain. Changed. And then everything changed. I'm a mathematician now. It's crazy. The, it works. The that's guy how good. That, no, he didn't become a mathematician. He just went in and committed a workplace slaughter. Dude. Yeah, he, he no, just he did. Alpha Brain gave him. It gave him. It gave him the courage to come up with the plan to execute. Yeah, well, thanks, Alpha Brain. Yeah, it's like a screenplay that was just kind of like all over the place of ideas. Alpha Brain really turned his, you know, manifesto into reality. You know, yeah, that's and that's you know, the ethics of that can be argued, but Uh, no one. I don't think they can. I think they know (laughs) that that's pure. The ethics. It's yeah. It's it's pretty. It's pretty crystal, crystal clear. Uh, I was going to ask you, you uh, you got a yeah. COVID-19 test a couple days ago. Yeah. You want to share your experiences with the class? Um, okay, well, it takes, it's a it's a shit show, all right? And walk I us did, through, walk us through the scheduling okay. it, getting it, and then what it was right. like after. So here's, all right, here's the whole thought process, all right? I have like a little bit of a sore throat, okay? Yeah. I have a little bit on Monday. I wake up and I'm like, dude, it's it's my throat's sore. I don't know if it's the AC. Just got the AC hooked up. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Could and be gonorrhea. T- Tuesday could be gonorrhea. I don't know. You don't I'm know. panicked, right? I'm hoping it's COVID-19, dude. I hope I don't have throat gonorrhea. So yeah. I'm but at this point, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm kind of like in my dude. Lena, sweet little Lena is sick yeah. too. She has like a swollen eye and she's very lethargic, so I'm oh, concerned, right? Do we know if the so, cats can get it? Has that been proven yet? As far as I know, yes. Yes. Interesting. Cats can have COVID-19. So I'm thinking, you know, I mean, I'm anxious. Obviously, yeah. I think anyone that would be. And so I'm like, dude, I got it. So on, I think it was Wednesday night, I see that you can get tested even if you don't have symptoms. But I do have symptoms. So I end up, I signed up. And I did it. Takes forever, dude. Insane. There is, it is a shit show, dude. Because you don't know where the line is. And then it's, I, I think, all right, so I waited. By the time I got to where I was supposed to go, I waited an hour and 45 minutes in a car in line. Where okay. where was it? Was it like a like a hospital? Was it just like a site with a bunch of tents on it? Where were you going? Yeah, if this is Lincoln Park. It's kind of like it's kind of near Union Station, but I think there's like a medical there's like a medical you know like a hospital next to it. But this yeah. was in a park. Okay. Okay. So it's uh so it takes forever. It's a shit show. I actually think I cut in line. So that hour and a half, forty five minutes I think was like uh was I got lucky, dude. I think yeah, I whatever. Actually, what like, are you gonna do? Get in the car and kick people. your ass. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, I got the test. You rub your mouth down and you spit in a cup and you put it in a little tube and then you throw it in a trash can. And I'm supposed to get an email any day now and say if I've gonorrhea. So uh, it is a shit show. If you think you have it, I would say get it. If you don't like have any symptoms, my my vote is stay home, dude. That's, don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's my whole thing, because, you know, for those that don't know. L.A. actually made headlines this week. They were the first city in the U.S. to offer testing to all of its residents. I'm proud of us, dude. Oh, dude, we're, we're on like, the we're, yeah, we're leaving we're the Ange- front line. We'll we're take credit cool for this. Angelino dudes. Let's. Do, let, I'll take credit for this. Like, why not? Yeah, you know, we pay taxes. We're, the money's going dude, somewhere. For sure. I mean, I'm not saying it was a breeze going through. I'm not saying it's well run even. But I'm saying. We are cool Angelino dudes, and we're on the forefront of uh, medical research. So. Yeah, I mean, basically, you know, Sanjay Gupta up in this bitch. But let me yeah. ask you this. Um, okay. 
you know, a lot of people, myself included, you know, when you originally told me about this, uh, I was thinking, you know, like we all, the test is this giant thing that they shove into your brain and they scramble over your thoughts so you can't think about like, you know, Sandy Hook or anything anymore. Right. That is what I was under the impression that's what the test was like. And you tell me, you know, what is that? It's not. Who's getting that then? Like, what are these people I complaining don't, about? I don't. I think it's people who they want a subject to a lobotomy and they finally have yeah. an excuse to do it. So they shove it up and then rip out the frontal lobe. Yeah. There's like workers, you know, at the tent site, they're looking at the cars and they're like, hey, uh, we got a uh, corn T-shirt up in this car. Let's put him over <laughs> into lane four. And then uh, what's you know. what's the lane for lobotomized lane car? Yeah, who's getting in that? You know lane? what I'm saying? What's, what's the, car? the car that pulls up and you're like lane four? Lane four. Um, <laughs> what is that car? You know, I know what it is. I mean, it's like a Dodge Neon or like a shitty no. Nissan Sentra. Oh, what do you think it is? It's a BMW. Oh, you think so? Any BMW, any BMW. Because yeah. I feel like everyone knows it's like, it's a it's a shit car. It's an expensive shit car that is all about the emblem. Yeah. Like Mercedes and BMW are the cars that are like, it's the stunt car. It's yeah. not, not the stunt car, but the flex on you car. That it's just like, you pay for the emblem. Dude, I had a boss, rest in peace, he's dead. It's a tragic story. Had a heart attack playing karate. But okay. he was kind he was a, anyway. I feel like I had to say that. He was a yeah. good he was a good guy. He was a good guy, but he was a BMW guy. He would wear a BMW polo. He had like a BMW mm. sport mm-hmm. rate. I would and That's he would wear good. that. I'm like no bueno. See, this is what it is, man. These are the people the people buying BMWs need a personality. They need yes. something to talk about. And BMW is like, hey, you know, and you know they play that shit up at the dealership. They go to the dealership yeah. and the guy's like, listen, man, you know, we're kind of like an elite group. Like, you know, you join the uh-huh. BMW family. Like, you know, we give you free, you get a free oil change. Any BMW dealership in America, you can go in there, free oil change. Anytime. Swear yeah. to God. Swear to God. Look it up. Right. You know? But Yeah, he sells you on being part of the uh yeah because what you really need elitism because if you get a bmw what you really need is a father figure and they know that so they're basically like hey you need guidance you need someone you can look up to you need to feel you need to feel like you're a part of something because you're just out uh, there every day letting life run over you people with beamers are running over you they're calling the shots at your job but then if you get one if you get a beamer if you get a three series, if you get a three series, Anything. you're good enough. You're, you're good, good enough. enough. You're in the <laughs> you're in the conversation. All of a sudden, you go to work. It's not, hey Jim, go you know get us Jersey Mike's. It's Jim. We're having a shareholders meeting. We got to find out who to lay off. You coming yeah. in? Yeah, we He's need your we need your input. Take your yeah. uh, take your key fob in here and let us know who deserves to be canned. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, going back to it, though, so you get you get your test. So you're saying they give the lane four, the people they're like, you think it's like TSA yeah. where they can just sub like the TSA people could just pick someone to randomly search. Like, so it's like these, uh, these cats who are out there monitoring, you know, the staff volunteering at the COVID testing sites, see someone roll up in like a yellow like Dodge or like a yellow Camaro or something like that with like the, the Transformers Bumblebee stripes on it. And they're like, lane four, uh, this guy's, you need to be rewired. I mean, if it were, I mean, that'd be an elaborate ruse, but yeah, I would say lane four would be, there wasn't a lane Applicable. four. It was all through the same, there was all the same lane. So there was no lobotomy lane. Wow. 
But I imagine, but the thing is, who's to know what pack you get? Because I got yeah, the pack. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So who well, knows? Maybe they hand you the pack, but. I don't know, that's wild. So now you just kind of wait and you see, what are you gonna do? What, what are you gonna do either way? If you get it. I mean, I've been staying, I mean, I've been staying put for the most part. You know, I mean, I actually, well, I told you I did laundry today, but I, you know, I've been like pretty careful, but yeah. I, oh dude, I had the most, I have to tell you, first of all, okay, I have two stories, man. Yeah, go for it. These two stories, okay, one's super simple. I was going past where my laundromat is, there's a taco stand that's sometimes there, sometimes not, all right? And I had the most American thought I'd ever had, all right? Yeah. I saw this taco truck, which I really like. I love these tacos, but I had just eaten a burrito and like a protein cookie, so I was I was stuffed to the raptors, dude. Yeah. I wasn't hungry. But when I saw the truck there and I saw people like slopping on some salsa under their tacos, I had a moment where I was pissed that I was fed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, no, that's I wish the most I'd... privileged thought I've ever had was, was I wish my stomach was empty so I could eat a taco. I was like, yeah, frustrated. Like, oh, that I, I wish was... I wasn't full so I could have had this other <laughs> yes. food I like. I wish yeah. I had made, I wish I had gotten this other time. I wish I had filled myself to the brim of vomit on this other food yeah. that I like on the right. schnitzel. I wanted to, I didn't know the schnitzel stand was out today, you know? No. Right. Um, yeah, that is certainly, I've had that thought many times where you like, you go eat at a restaurant. It was, it was embarrassing. Yeah. You go on Instagram, you see some place opened up. You got some like bomb ass weird pizza. You're like, oh man, dude, I would have. Oh man. Fuck man. You have like I, no more real estate left in your stomach. And you're like, man, I got to wait like another six hours before I can. You know what's worse is when pizza? you know what's worse is like when you order something or like either to go pick it up or get it delivered, and then before you even get your food, you realize that you actually wanted something entirely different. Like Ooh. I've been like there have been many times where like I I you know place an online order go pick up like Chipotle, and then I'll be like waiting around, and I'm you know you're on Instagram and you see you know I could I, I could literally see an ad for Subway, and I'd be like. Fuck, man, I kind of wanted the soap. Now I got to go get the Chipotle. It's there. Like, what? Oh, yeah. You've kind of like spoiled your dinner with envy, you know? Yes, that's a good point. That's a good way of looking at it, actually. I think I think what this means, it's like it's a it's a it's a blessed time to be alive. Yeah. Job less. I mean, you know, we have so many options to get diabetes now. Like the fact that you're right. Like I, I went out. I got German food tonight. It's so crazy. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Cause we want to go, you know, get this restaurant by our house. You go pick it up, you know? Cause I ain't, dude, you know me. I ain't, we're not postmade in it. We're not letting these motherfuckers give me my shit that's all steamy and burnt no, up no. and you stole some of my asparagus. Like, no way. No, sir. No, sir. So I go pick it up and in this restaurant, man, they're like selling all their shit. They're selling hand sanitizer, toilet paper, bottled beer, fucking apples, sausages. I'm like, damn. I think restaurants are going to become like supermarkets yeah it's gonna be weird i think restaurants are gonna be supermarkets for like the next year i'm gonna call that you know, I'm dude, gonna big, okay i'm gonna call right. that this is about tanks, a, dude that's a all tank. right all right i have a i have a bold i have a bold prediction to counter your take because oh, yeah? i disagree all right here's my theory here's here's my prediction of the future all right the people people are getting restless let's we gotta admit yeah people are getting restless even the people Cause all right, I feel like there's these two factions of people. One being the you know, rep, let's say red and blue. Red yeah. people are like, 
hey, let us the fuck out. I want to get my roots done. I want to spread some mulch, right? Yeah. And then the blue people are like, let's stay inside forever so nobody's grandma dies, right? Yeah. So the two sides. So I think even the blue, even the blue people are, are very much so... Hey man, I heard the beach might open on the 16th. Yeah, yeah. They're people, hype. People They're hype, dude. They want to go to the beach. So I think there is I I honestly think here's my I think May 16th, I think they start they they try it out. I think we try it out and I think it doesn't go well. well it's case by but case, we just, dude. City I know, by I know, city. but I think we're going to over we're going here's I think we're going to overload the system. It's going to be really bad. A lot of people are going to die, but I think we yeah. I'm not saying this is good, but I think we end up powering through it cuz we want to go to the beach. We yeah. want to start sucking and fucking again. Yeah, we want to go to comedy clubs and laugh at racist accents. I think that's I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying we gotta get that's back my, to doing what we it. do best, you know? Like yes. you know, going out and buying, you know, expensive ice cream and going to 7-Eleven and Right. You know, all the things that make us American. Like, you're right. I don't know. I think people are getting fed up, obviously. But you're right. Like, all of a sudden, you know what's crazy? It's like you go on Instagram and you see, like, the last month has been nothing but people being like, you know, like, stay, like, shaming. They're like, look at these people yes. who went out and got on the beach. This, Facebook especially. Like, this is, right, dude, if you haven't quit Facebook yet, like, how? How are you still looking at it every day? Like, the people, yeah. I, it's the worst right now. Because it's just opinions. And it's long, too. At least a tweet. It's over in a right. second, you know? These people people are on Facebook, like, complaining constantly. It's, like, the people who were, like, the most adamant about, like, oh, we need to stay home, protect lives. You see, yeah. they're posting stories of them, you know, like, out at, like, a neighbor's house. like Or, like, uh, their friend's house. Like, at yeah, the pool. Dude. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, you went to someone's house. Like, it's so Why would you post dude. that? I'm seeing this, dude. I'm seeing people being like, oh, you know, social distancing, and it's them with their buddies. I'm like, well, you're nuts. You're, you're there. I'm out jogging today. A lot of people aren't wearing masks anymore, bud. No, a lot of people really aren't. It's crazy, oh. actually. I went yeah. out for a walk today. We went and walked just like the dog. And it's like, it's like literally 50-50 at this point. What it's happened? crazy. What do these people do? These fucking computer warriors who were like constantly Dude. shaming their friends. And by the way, the I think to a degree, like, listen, I got to be open blatantly here saying like science okay. first. We shouldn't be reopening. It's far too risky. People are being naive. And also you want to like these people protesting like we need to start the economy like you need to work only in America. Are people's idea of being liberated is going back to work. Okay. Only fucking here would people think that, okay? And second I feel like Japan, all, Japan, Japan, Japan too. too. But guess what? They're not all fat, and they make a lot of cool shit. All right, so they kind of right. win this one. Fair. But these people, like, it sucks because I hate. I kind of hate both camps. I'm like with you a little bit. These people want to open up and risk everyone's health, and then also these people. I think there's to a degree the people who are want to keep this going are they're afraid to go back to like their normal lives because they're True. getting their ass kicked. And like people, it was a rough go of things. And they're just like, I want this to keep going because I don't have to be in competition with anyone. I'm just, you know, I don't have to go back out. I don't have to go back to work. Oh, they can lay low. Everyone. They can lay low. I think that's okay. what it is. But like, yeah. And then now all of a sudden, every, people are just forgetting. It's like at a certain point, you just have to be like, listen, we're not reopening because the economy is important. Like they're, they're reopening because they value the economy more than your life. 
Like that's why it's yeah. real. Well, they I think they value their their desire to not be bored more than they devout they value your grandma's life or your immune deficient relative's life. Yeah, because it turns out that most Americans don't actually like the people that they're surrounded with most of the time. They're like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck yeah. about grandma. I need to go to a Fourth of July fireworks show. Yeah, and get drunk. Or I'm gonna slit my throat. Or I'm gonna die. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I. I don't well, like that's either side. I think I think a lot of people are very adamant on maybe like social media or something, but then they kind of like slide out of their house, take their mask off, and go kiss someone's dog, dude. Yeah, you they know? don't care. They don't give a fuck. Okay, I had another so, scenario. Oh yeah, keep going. Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right. I mean, this is like this is brief. You can tell me what happened. This was the strangest thing. So I'm out jogging, no mask. Can't jog with a mask, you'll die. You can't do it. Um, can't do it. Nobody jogs with a mask. You'll it's you'll asphyxiate. So I'm jogging, and this uh, car pulls over. It's like a, I think it might be a police car. It's kind of like older African American gentleman, which is race is important. Okay, because I'm gonna bring this up. He he pulls me over, so, like Southern, and I'm like I'm I'm pull out my earbud, and I'm thinking this guy is. He's going to chastise me for not wearing a mask, right? So I yeah. pull it out and he starts like, he starts just talking to me, all right? He's like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm jogging, dude. I'm sweaty. I'm, I'm in a yeah, workout. Clearly. And he, he keeps referencing the fact like, oh, I know you were in the workout. All right? So he asks, he's, ta- he's like, I'm from Louisiana. And he's telling me about Louisiana. He pulls over. He's in the middle of the road. He, he kind of like zigs. So he's like blocking the road, kind of. And it's not, it was right off Venice. So I was like, uh, yeah, and he's talking to me. And so I realized this. I'm giving him the time of day. I give this man my number. I tell him my Wait, name. Wait, what? Wait, I give, he's how? like, you hey, we should connect. There. He's like, I'm from Louisiana. I'm from New Orleans. We got to connect. And then, oh, dude, Buddy, I'm sure. Stop, stop. Time out. Okay. You There's have so many blanks to fill in here. How the fuck did it escalate to the point that you're talking to this guy, giving him your phone number? Like, in, in a time when, like, people Quickly. are limiting in their engagement with others. This guy yes. is so bold to stop you oh, and is saying, hey, not only, gonna... man, I know I'm bothering you, but, like, let's connect. Let's be Facebook friends, bro. He's, dude, he said let's connect, all right? This but man why is... Did this you man do, is... But why did you say no? We'll be like, no. Nah, I'm... I'm getting there. I'm getting there, all right? So this man's, like, he's, like, 50, all right? Southern black dude from like from Louisiana. All right, I know his name. His name is Raymond Joseph Cooper. All right, he told me his name. He because I told him my name. So I thought I thought oh this is like a cool cool dude. Just like oh dude, he is commenting on my body. So I've got no shirt on. Right? Okay. And so I'm this jogging. guy's trying to molest you, bro. Like that's I, what that was my suspicion at the beginning of this, and you just confirmed yes. it. This guy's trying to molest you. He's not particularly effeminate. He's just like old. He's like, man, you got it, man. So you like an athlete and stuff. And he asked like what I do. He asked where I work and like what. And then so he's like, and then eventually it gets to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm going to start being more cryptic with my answers. But he's like, yeah, Yeah. we should connect. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'll give this guy my number. I'll tell him my name. And then, then I realize what I'm doing. And he's like putting it in. He's blocking the intersection, too. All right. Oh and God. he's telling me, and then he keeps going, and I realize he's not wrapping this up. Because I'm thinking he's going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to let you go. But then I realize he has said, I'm going to let you go, and I know you're working out so many times that I realize he doesn't care. 
Okay? No, so, he doesn't. It, then, my guy, he gets out of the car. He gets out of the car, and I and I was, he goes, he's like, yeah, dude. He, at first, he's like, this is what we do in New Orleans. And he gives me his elbow, and I'm like, all right, guy. Like, I, so I elbow him, all right? And then he gets out of the car. He's like, yeah, and he, like, tries to give me a hug. I swear to God. What? Dude, tries to what give is me going on? And at this point, I'm like, ah, not now. I would, but you know, with everything. And then he gives me another elbow thing, and I'm like, Raymond, it was nice meeting you. You're blocking the intersection, and I gotta finish running. Text me, maybe we'll chill. And then I just kept going. He turns around, so he doesn't even, he wasn't even, he saw me on Venice. He saw me jogging on Venice. He saw me turn down Hauser, a, resi- a residential road, and then yeah. he pulls in there, turns back around to Venice, and goes wherever the fuck he was going. I was like, it was the yeah. weirdest thing. He gets out of his car and tries to hug me, and I was like, and I realized he asked what did me you questions. Say? Like, did you connect them? Is he telling you about his dead mom or something? Like, what do you? How did you build the stronger no. connection? No, Black Honda Accord. He was eating Popeyes. His name was Raymond uh, Raymond Joseph <laughs> Cooper, and. And then I'm like, what the, f-? and then I'm like, he's probably, I'm like, cause then I'm curious. I was like, he didn't text me. Cause I said, Hey, text me your name. And then, you know, we'll, maybe we'll chill. And I don't know what chilling with this dude. It, it, yeah. I realized quickly. He was like, yo, you live alone. Yeah, we should connect. And I real, I'm it, he didn't seem gay. Like everyone's got gaydar, such a hacky thing to say, but like, sure. Gaydar, right? Yeah. He you weren't getting tell. that vibe. I wasn't getting that vibe, but from what he was saying, if it was like a transcript of everything he said, it was a man that was trying to fuck me, you know? Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty clear that that's what was going on. I mean, this guy sought you out. This is literally a scene from an after-school special in the 70s. Yes, Just like yes. a kid jogging home from football practice, and then some guy pulls up, he's like, well, hey there, stud. Yes. I like what you, where are you running to? Football practice? Yeah. yeah, I got, yeah that, that's the thing, that was, that's the weird that thing. That's I'm the like, weird I'm thing. I'm 30, though. I'm not, I'm not 13. Yeah. I'm a 30-year-old man. I'm like... Like, I, I bet, I, I think, here's what I felt like. I felt like he was, he was waiting for me to say, yeah, I live right down the road. Let's go fuck. Yeah. He's like, hey, listen, man. He, yeah. Yeah. You could just really like reel him in there. He's just, he's just waiting for the point for you to be like, hey, man, if you want to suck each other's dicks, I live right over yeah. there. He and was he, waiting. Yes. He was waiting for the, uh, the green light, which I never gave him. And I was like, and then yeah. I, I think he was waiting for the green light until I gave him the actual red light, which I did. And then he never texted. Well, never texted uh, me. Oh, he's got, dude, he's gonna text you. You think he's so? Got, well, buddy, he fucking stopped. He sought you out. Pulled you. First of all, you uh, allowed this guy into your life. So if you get killed by this guy, I don't okay. know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And second of all, <laughs> that's fair. Here's the thing. Sorry. Here the champagne and beers here. Yeah, dude. Extra bubbling. We're partying. Um, here's the thing. I don't know why it is. Like, men are so... I mean, what are we known for? Being yes. aggressive, weird, fucking sexual, right. awful people. Yes. Like, anytime, like, a guy's, like, going... Like, you hear these horror stories of, like, a guy going after a woman and, like, immediately being like, yo, you trying to smash? But, like, for some reason, yeah. when it's, like, an older guy courting, like, a younger guy, the conversations, when it's between, like, a, a older guy trying to get, like, a younger boy, I say boy, there's a huge age difference. That's the bottom line is it's an older yeah. guy with wisdom trying to right. get some young buck. Anytime there's a scenario like that, instead of them being, like, super aggressive and, like, sex forward to women, they'll say things like, 
oh man, I bet you could throw a football 100 yards, can't you? You got big arms, buddy. He's like, oh man, look at them calves. You're doing good, man. Dude, I feel like you met Raymond. I feel like that was... I have met Raymond. Dude, I know Raymond. I've met Raymond. We've all met Raymond. Dude, every boy has almost... Every boy, whether they know it or not, has come four minutes away from molestation. Every single one of us. Okay? Some of us were smart enough to avoid it. And others... I, you know, that's unfortunate that that happened. But what Dude, I'm saying he was, yeah, we all know it, Raymond. He's like, yes. He's like, oh, I, I, man, right. you must run fast. How fast do you think you get to that yeah. stop sign? And you're like, right. what the fuck? Why am I trying to impress this guy all of a sudden? And then, you yeah. know, I, you're right. It's flattering. It was kind of flattering because I'm like, I'm like kind of insecure about my belly. You know, like I feel like my, you know, I'm like, I got a little bit of a pudge. So when he was. When he comes over, he pulls over to tell me how to just remark on my body. I'm gonna be honest, man. Little flattered. Yeah, you feel good. He gets you feeling good about yourself. He's like, yeah, man, I feel like a stud. I feel like I could be on varsity right now. Right. There's a great. There's a great video on YouTube that everyone should watch. It's called a, "Go on YouTube and Search a Time to Tell." There's this uh, Boy Scouts molestation training video from the '80s. No that they showed us when I was in a Boy Scout. Someone uploaded it. It's the craziest thing. There's this video on YouTube and it's like a, it's like a scripted like TV show, like an after sure. school special. Yeah. It's not like informal. It's like little scenarios of like this guy, like this, there's like a little kid who's like 10, 12 or something like that. And his like stepdad like comes over. He's like, we're going to watch the game. And he like puts in a porno and he's like, I trusted you. Like, yeah, it's great. And if you watch it, the reason I bring it up is because it will. This scenario happens quite often. Yeah, it's, it's immediate flattering. It's immediate like he's like, "Oh man, you strong." I bet guys aren't fucking with you at school, huh? Yeah, dude, that was know. it. It was it. Basically, the Boy Scouts did that to be to be like, "Look, people are going to in the Boy Scouts. People like, are going to approach you and try to molest you. So you need to know what touched. to do. You're gonna yeah. get molested." Here's what to do. And then they're like, and now here's what we're going to do in court. We're going to slander you. We're going to say that you came on to him, kick you out for being gay. And, and we're going to tell you, you, he, wa- we're going to tell the judge, we gave him the video. We, he watched the video. He knew what to look out for. He still did it. That's the Boy Scout. This is a joke, by the way. But this is how shitty yeah. the Boy Scout. Oh, that's are. a this, clip, by the way. Yeah, probably so. Dude, well, speaking of things that happened to us, I want to briefly reaccount you know for those that didn't see i had a situation this week where someone left a note on my car okay and i you know i showed you this i walk out one day and there's a note on my car no other car on the block note on my car and it's a guy writing to me this is the first line all caps i have it right here on my phone our bodies and minds are hacked and controlled with advanced technology and voice to skull. It's done remotely and it's difficult to prove. This is funded by the 1%. Then he goes on to read, you know, four or five paragraphs about like this mind control techniques and the, how it's getting us sick and how like cancer is actually like a creation of this elite group of people that are able to okay. like tap into our skulls and like a, a affect our sicknesses and illnesses and thoughts and feelings and Stuff like that. Well, anyway, this guy leaves this whole big thing on my car only. And I'll post it. You know, people saw it on, like, Instagram. But, like, and then he, he knows you've, his... got, you've got influence, dude. You have a platform. But, like, what, dude, it is so freaky to me that it was my car only. 
Like I, I've legitimately gone over my head how many times. And by the way, the guy left his name, Jorge Vialma. He left his phone number and his address, and then also included his work schedule and phone number. Like, like this is not. This is why it freaks me out. This dude. This is not. I don't think a mass letter going out to a lot of people. Dude, He's what if booking, it, where? If what it if is, it had your name on it? Oh it was, my god. It was, it was uh game over. It was it had ZP. Yeah. It was like Zach. Yeah, just Dear Z. ZP. You'd yeah. be like I would call this to you about like, listen, man, you clearly know what's going on. We should talk. And then yeah. I would get involved with him. But I don't know. I, I can't no one else on the block had this note. So now this whole thing, I'm like, did I rent does he just like go into random cars and trying to just like one every now and no. then? Or you what do you, what's like your a, hypothesis? But, dude, um, how does he know? Here's okay. the thing. He left I his name it. and address. His address is in East Hollywood, all the way, you know, down Santa Monica. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't live on my block. I think... Okay. If that's who he is. I think he you... He bullshit. That's crazy. You look like a truther, though. Buddy, how does he know who I am? My car's parked on the street. I got a feeling, okay. In all reality, in weeks. Okay, how did, okay, was it in your, was your car parked in your carport or was it parked on the street? On the street. Um, I got, I got, okay. Um, how long had it been since you've been to your car? I had not driven it in, you know, quite a bit, but I go out and I don't know, but I go walk every single day and I've never seen him. The max that note could have been on my car was one or two days, but I'm pretty sure I caught it the morning after he put it on. Okay, the least, the, the what I think happened, it's the least interesting, is it was on every car, but to explore it further, I think he stalked you. Yeah. He stalked people in the area. He saw you, and he look, you look like the type of guy that has a subscription to InfoWars. Yeah, I mean he's spot on about that. But <laughs> I, I bet, I you, bet this you dude have it is, for recon purposes, though. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, for research and you know, yeah. no, I would, I would own up to it if I owned an Infowars membership. I don't know. Yeah. The thing is, though, this guy is definitely on board with Infowars. Like one hundred percent, this guy's into Infowars. And I'm kind of, I want to text him. I've been too scared to text him because I'm worried he's going to come. Yeah, no. definitely don't. Don't engage. Kill me. Don't get involved. What? Buddy. No. What's, dude, what's, I'm your, gonna what's your mantra? Him. I'm gonna. T- yeah, don't get involved. But like, still, I mean, this seems like fate. I mean, this guy, you know, our podcast flirts with this topic often. Of you know, if yeah. any people were receptive to this, it would be us. And out of nowhere, dude, if you want to do a mini from- doc on this? I am seriously on board. I will drop whatever I'm doing. I'm not joking. If you want to do a mini doc wanna- where we follow up on this guy and just like. <laughs> We, but the thing is, we have to text him, say, hey, let's meet up, or just go straight up to his address, because we have his work schedule, and yeah, impromptu, fine. do a little mini interview with him. I'm fine with that, even COVID-19 and all. I'm, I'm, I yeah, am, we'll go, I'm down. I'll, I'll suscept myself to the, the virus if it means getting to the bottom of this guy's story. But here's the yeah. thing, dude, he leaves his work, he works from 5.30 a.m. to 2 p.m., what okay, kind of job is that? Is this guy like a teacher? 5.30 a.m. to 2 p.m.? Yeah. Garbage man? He works, works, uh, he works the breakfast, breakfast lunch shift at an all day. He's a, he's a line cook. 
You think he's a line cook? Yeah, 530 to two. Or he works at yeah, like an must... autism center or some shit like that where they kids come in super early. Yeah. What, do autistic kids like wake up earlier than everyone else or something? You know what? I don't know where that came from. That sounds like something they would do. <laughs> I don't know. I why don't know. I think autistic, autistic kids go to school early, but I feel like they do. Because I feel like, I don't know why, I don't know where that came from in my brain. He's either a line cook or it he's a teacher right. of autistic kids. Um, yeah. We should we should do a we should do a bio of him and then do the doc and do a comparison of how correct we were about uh, Jorge's life. You know. Yeah, I just gotta. I, I here's the thing about this guy though. You send one text message to him being like, "Hey man," like even just to fuck around. If I sent one text message like, "Hey man, uh, I saw your note. Like, yeah. really intriguing stuff. I would love to talk and learn more yeah. about this." That guy's texting you every day. He's texting you four or five times a day. He's gonna be like, "Hey, we should meet up on Facebook." This guy could be Raymond. This could this could be a Raymond. This guy could just be trying to touch my little dick. You know, I don't know. What if we both went over there, all right, to try to get his story, and then all of a sudden we film ourselves having sex with him? We have a threesome with Jorge, and we film it. We cut it up like a documentary, release it, and by the time we come to our senses, we realize what we've done. By the time we get flagged on YouTube for putting pornography on there we realize what yeah. have what did jorge do to mind control us yeah that we to, got this far what if raymond is there at jorge's place that would be great that would be then then we're entering a scenario like a cloverfield scenario where there's like some kind of maybe not even cloverfield there's some kind of like secret society of these people who are trying to like ride out the pandemic in like an underground sewer like a sewer city system maybe these are sewer rats maybe these are people who are like there's like bro you know there's a secret society that under the sewers isn't that crazy dude the sewers of la you know there are fucking hobos down there yeah and they got like codes and like they live out there and they probably have like treasure chests and shit like that. And they're, you know, by day they're going up there and like, hey, you guys are all getting mind controlled. Mm-hmm. We're down here in the sewer fucking around, collecting cans, you know, killing rats. Okay, what if? That's one theory. What if we go to uh, we go to Jorge's place, all right? Um, and he has a secret tunnel, goes down to the sewage system of Los Angeles. We're there. Yeah. We meet Raymond and a uh, a work light and a mattress. And he says, um, let's uh let's have a foursome. Let's I feel like at that point sticks. we got at that point I would be like them. I would be I would think I'd be like, all right, there's some higher power connecting us all here. right now. Yeah, we're brought uh, here for a reason. Let's fucking film it. Yeah, let's do it. You know, you're like that would be enough for me to be like, you know what? To quit. My life has taken a left turn in 20 minutes. That is so strong that I'm willing to let go of everything I've worked for to like see where this thing goes. Just fuck because it's that strong of a connection. Us, you know, us four, me, you, Raymond, Jorge. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I don't know. I actually me out. I'd be like, it, it would be so strange. That this man had a tunnel. I saw the man that I'd seen so long ago in the in in the sewer. I would assume it's destiny. Let's uh, let's have a it's, let's have a gay time. foursome. 
Yeah. Let's have a game. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be, I'd be aroused, you know, I'd be so, uh, overwhelmed. Yeah. Them. I mean, you'd be so, I mean, it's such like a new experience that you're like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so titillated. Dude, I, I thought about this recently. Dude, last night I was walking my dog. <laughs> well, you I did not up, think about this recently. No, this not this recently. <laughs> this is a separate thought. This is a different thought. This is a new tangent. All right. Just this idea of like, you're talking about these guys, this whole scenario, it's so wild and so crazy and it happens okay. so quick that you can't help but be overcome by their crazy plan yeah. and their weird sexual desires or whatever. It's it's such a testament to how quickly people can be like freaked out or just like have their shit rock. I was walking my dog last night and I saw her sniffing something and I looked down and I was like, oh, is this just like a pizza crust or you know a hot yeah. dog or some bullshit? I looked down and it's like, uh, I think a bat. I think it's a dead bat. I couldn't tell, but it was fucking huge. Imagine the thing like one and a half times the size of a squirrel, but it's like a bat's head with its like wings curled over and like a long ass arched back and like long legs with like okay. claws on it. And it was clearly a bat, but it was so fucking big and it was dead. I free. I jumped out of my fucking skin when I saw that bat, and that's. I was so scared of that bat, and I realized like, man. We are so scared of shit that we've just never seen. Like, this dead bat is no threat. It's zero yeah. threat whatsoever. But I've never seen a bat before. I never saw a fuck. You ever oh, see so a bat, it, like, four feet away from me? It was a bat? Dude, it had to be a bat. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm no, you know, Jane Goodall. I can't did be you, out here did you and identifying every animal I come by. Yeah, I stared at it for a second. It looked like a bat. But here's the thing, man. You think you know what a bat looks like. And then you're walking down the road and you see a dead one. And it looked like a fucking gargoyle, dude. It looked like a... A uh, uh, otherworldly demon from hell, and it was Dude. so big, it was so weirdly big. It freaked me the fuck out, and I was like, "Man, I'm scared just by of something I've never seen before." That's how stupid I am. Like, I see this bat. Like, I'm not afraid of a bat. It's dead. What's it going to do to me? But I saw that, and I was like, "This is creepy. I need to get the fuck out of here." We're back with more of the same thing. So I have seen a bat. All right. Probably similar to you. So you think you saw a dead bat? I'm pretty sure that was a dead bat. Okay. So I've seen a bat. One time I was working, and I'm hoping... I'm going to make this story interesting, all right? I'm hoping it's interesting. (laughs) Bro, there's a bat involved. It is interesting. All right. So I used to work on my dad's arcade, a video game arcade, and I used to... You know, I got to count the money. I got to, you know, do the books close up so i'm noticing over in the there's like an a-frame in this arcade all right and i'm noticing something flying around so i think it's a bird because a bird there we have a chimney fireplace it's weird so i see something flying back and forth so i'm like shit we got another bird in here and birds take forever to get out of a building okay to get them to fly out of a building is so difficult all right because we've had so many birds there they're also fucking stupid Yes. And so I'm watching it, but I'm watching it and it's flat. It's not flying like a bird, dude. It's flapping pretty heavy. Yeah. Okay. It's got a so demon I'm watching energy. it. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm counting the money and I look over. It starts flying toward me. All right. And it's, and I know it's a bat. Here's how I know it's a bat. Cause it's going like this. Yeah. Bats, bats are not graceful right no. in in small spaces so it's flat i'm like yo i'm like that's a bat that's a bat for sure because it it comes down it flies i i swear dude flies right in front of my face all right yeah. 
And I was like, there's a bat in the store. Okay. So I was like, shit, I got to, I got to get rid of this bat. So I, I got a broom and I'm, I'm over on the side of the store where it's real tight. I'm like, all right, I can kill this bat. I see it. And I'm like, sure enough, fruit bat. All right. Fruit bats are cute. Okay. Little guy. Fruit bats. Yeah. No, they're big. They're big guys, but they're cute. Uh, Vampire bats are fucking ugly, but fruit bats are cute. So I see the fruit bat. It comes down, starts flapping again. I take the broom and I just whack the shit out of it. All right. Slams against the floor and with its wings open like this. All right. Like this. So it's like. And immediately I think, oh, I feel bad because it's cute. And it's laying here like prostrate on the floor. And I was like, oh, I feel bad. So I don't know why I did this. I I poke it with the broom. Yeah, make sure it's dead. Oh, it starts flapping again. Comes back, flies back over where it came from, over by the A-frame, which is huge. Like, I I can't reach it, right? So cut to my dad. My dad owns the arcade. So I call him. It's about like 10 minutes away from our house. So it's me and my dad trying to scare this bat outside okay and we do it we spent two yeah well i don't yeah probably and we it was just like we spent too long anyway i end up taking off my i'm shirtless all right and it flies right by if if you ever played time crisis and uh confidential mission uh in an air hockey table i take it with my with my polo my tokens and tickets polo shirt whacked it down and it slams on the ground and at that point we was like we my dad and i were like all right well so i grab it by my polo shirt i move it outside and we're hoping dude i don't want to kill a bat this bat was cute it just got stuck inside and my dad and i we go home it's like midnight at this point we i it was probably i grew with my dad it was like all right uh-huh. we are our relationship changed after we we did. We murdered that bat. And Killed then bat the next together. day. Yes. Yes. And then we went home and then I, he was like, yeah, it'll probably fly off. You know, he knew where he put it. Like we put it out in the front lawn there. And then he came back the next day. I was like, hey, did the bat, uh, did the bat fly off? He's like, no, nah, still there. I was no, like, it's uh, dead. Yeah. We killed. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, I, you and your I dad killed bonded over your fear of death. It sounds like. Um, I think so, but it was like it was one of those experiences where you're looking at your dad, you're trying to kill this bat, but you both are kind of like it's this weird gay moment where you're both looking at each other like, "I love you, you know? I love you, man." Like, why did it take this bat for us to come hang out together? You know, and we we can't say it. We can't. We you can't. You can't bring up in the moment that you're having a moment. Yeah. No, I feel that we've all had that with our dads. You know. Yep. Like one way or another. There was this one I think time. if I would have brought up, if I would have brought up in the moment, my dad would have been like, hey, don't be gay. Don't be gay, dude. Don't say that shit. Come on. You're my son. You want to be yeah. like that bat? You want me to kick your ass? No. Mm-hmm. Go home. You got school tomorrow. You smack me. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. You got to have those moments with your dad. You know, they're important. He's going to remember that. And he probably made fun of your, your form for how you killed the bat. And told you no. Thing. He was proud, dude. He oh, was, he was proud. proud of it. Yeah, man. What's that? He was like? almost as proud as me. He was almost as proud of me as he was when he saw a picture of me on Grey's Anatomy. That was the most proud he's ever. That been. was a big. That was a big day for him. Was yep. Or uh, on Operation Repo, dude. When he saw his son in a diaper, 
Uh, you were on Operation Sun, Repo? What the f- I was I on Operation this. Repo. What was yeah. that about? Uh, all right. Do you want to cut this for a news story? Or do you just want to bleed right into Well, I mean, we're stories. rolling. I mean, fucking let we're it rip, dude. Okay, so... I lived in LA twice, right? So seven years yeah, ago, first time I used you, to live here too. First time I assume? Yeah, yeah. So four years apart, I used to live in LA. Uh, I was broke the first time I lived here. So this was like seven years ago, seven, eight years ago. And I was a background actor and I was doing anything, right? Whatever, whatever. Like I was just trying to get money. I was living in a crack house. So there was a job it, it paid extra, but you didn't know why it paid extra, all right? Because the way the actors' union works, if you have to do certain things like nudity or you got to do a stunt or you got to bring your car, get a little bump, get a little extra cash. Yeah, yeah. This was like a pretty lucrative job, and I knew it was Operation Repo. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, Operation Repo is entirely fake. It's all, it's not real. It's a reality show that's a fake reality show, which I think everyone knows now. Yeah. So... We get there and it's like, it's mostly, there's some chicks there, but it's mostly, it's mostly bros. And I'm talking to people and some people are like, yeah, I'm getting uh, 112 for four hours. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting 112 for four hours. Some people are like, what the fuck? I'm getting 80 for four hours. And so there's this discrepancy in pay. And then they say, hey, who's getting 112? And, you know, we raise our hands. They're like, all right, throw on these diapers. And we're like, what? He's like, yeah, throw on these diapers. Here's the situation. So this guy, he, uh, this is up in Santa Clarita. So it's like a kind of ranchy vibe, nice yeah. ass house. We're at this house in Santa Clarita. And they're, and they say, you guys, you throw on these diapers. You guys are frat boys, all right? And this is your frat king. So the repo place is coming to repossess his Porsche. You're pissed. You're going to attack the repo group with, uh, with plungers. We all had plungers and we were supposed to just like beat the shit out of the repo, Operation Repo team. All right. You can find this episode. All right. It's I'm online. It's know. somewhere. Dude. So they're like, this is what you guys are doing. All right. Most, most, uh, most jobs take eight hours. Okay. Eight hours up to 16 hours. All right. You get paid insane amounts of money if you go over, over 16. All right. So this was a four hour job. So most of this time is spent, we're just in a lady's house. We're in a lady's house. We're sitting around our underwear. All the bros that are in the in the uh, diapers, we're literally in this woman's house in like Porter Ranch and she's flirting with us, pouring us wine and we're <sighs> waiting for to be called on set. You know what I mean? We're in holding. Yeah. So it, it's funny. At some point you forget you're in a diaper. Like I'm just hanging out with these guys. I met a cool guy from Harlem. We were just talking about bands and stuff we like, but we're all just chilling in our diapers and we have binkies because we're being like, we're, we're frat boys that are being, uh, hazed. Okay. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we're ready for you. So, uh, there's no blocking whatsoever. So you have a film crew that's a part of the operation repo film crew. And then you have an outer layer, which is the actual film crew. So they come out and they say, all right, guys, just uh, beat the shit out of the uh, film crew. Don't be too hard on them. But like, just like, just we'll do 15 minutes and just beat the shit out of them with your plungers. We're like, really? Like, yeah, just don't, don't be crazy. But just like, it just have a good time. So we filmed literally, dude, most, most shoots, you've been on shoots. They take like eight, they take all day. This took 15 minutes. 
This took 15 minutes and we just started beating the shit out of them with these. And they they were like, really like, don't don't be crazy, but hit them with the plungers. But stuff. make it worth it. You know, they're union. They're getting yeah. paid. Yeah. So we did it. We did it for 15 minutes and they're like, all right, that's a wrap. You're all free to go. We, we literally sat in holding for three hours and 45 yeah. minutes, went out, beat someone with plungers, plungers for 15 minutes with binkies and little baby hats and diapers. And then they were like, that's a wrap. Thanks for doing it. It's been real. And we all went home and it was, we, it was the weirdest experience of my life, but also super fun. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Of, Dude, the cast of Operation Repo, they had, they embraced how fucked up the shit was and how stupid it was. They were like, that was fun. I was like, yeah, that was, that was awesome. And then my dad, you know, of course, he sees me on the show, takes screenshots, shows people at church. Showing his friends. Yeah, putting putting that shit on Of me and his diapers. Like, look up, yeah, look at my son. That's my son. uh, He's a movie star. That's my son right there. Yeah, people don't, people I feel like don't even realize how wasteful the entertainment industry is of people's time yeah like i oh yeah I, I told you one time i got hired i got hired for like a video job just to go shoot a marathon at universal studios this is like early earlier in the year um or no this is in november actually either way so i go to universal studios i get hired to just shoot this like marathon and i get there and i find out they're like so I have my camera gear and I'm like, all right, what do you guys need? And they're like, okay, so we just need you to post up at the finish line and just hold a static shot for yeah. um, for the whole race. And they basically what was going on is this company, there was like this tech company, they used AI. They would I would record the finish line of this whole race as people finished and they use AI to find people's faces automatically cut a clip and then they send it to the people for a price so if you ran that marathon you pay 30 bucks you get a little video clip of you cross the finish line hey i did it no yeah no yeah, one yeah. gives a shit because it's universal studios 5k like it's ba- right. dude i was i was one of the more in shape people who was i i could have beat people <laughs> at this marathon i swear to god like there was so and that's when i learned like a marathon is really not about like the athletic people it's about people who like it's about like sharon who just beat a divorce and she's you know she's like 50 pounds up but she's like i need this win and she's like i don't give a fuck if it took four hours i'm running this marathon anyway dude that's what that's what 5ks are for that's yeah well you know how it is they do a little 5k they do a little kids 1k sprint where they if you make your kid run a 1k you're an asshole let that kid stay home and watch Dexter's Laboratory or something. Come on. Don't be a dick. It, that's besides the point, though. We're talking about the wastefulness of the entertainment. Yeah. So I go to this place, and I basically set up my camera, and they're like, all right, just hold it on the finish line and just make sure no one blocks the shot. I'm like, okay, easy enough. So I'm standing there. I'm blocking people. I'm basically being a bouncer. By the way, literally just set up my camera, hit record, and then I just stand there. I just yeah. stood there and drank coffee for hours. Yeah. So they're doing this whole marathon and they say, hey, don't block the shot. Again, people, you know, you block the shot. People can't get their, you know, video of them crossing the line. Sure. Well, the first guy is about to finish the big marathon, like the 26, oh, like the yeah, big yeah, yeah. thing. The so, real one. Yeah. The guy's about to finish it. They're like, they're, I hear him on the radio. It's like, hey, he's coming around the corner. He's coming around. Like, everyone get ready. Ready right. the, the tarp that he's going to run through, like the finish line thing. So these dipshit Universal Studios security guards are trying to like run into place they pull out the finish line for them to run through which is no joke 10 pieces of eight and a half by 11 printer paper taped together lengthwise oh no (laughs) connected like 
Like like uh, serrated or whatever printer paper. Yes, it was printer what paper. What the fuck, dude? It wasn't, it was, Is that a finish line? It wasn't even. There was nothing printed on it. It was just blank pieces of printer paper taped together. Oh, and no. Here's the thing. So there's <laughs> they're they're running. That's bumming me out. It really no. Just wait, buddy. <laughs> they they're like finding it, and then they get these two like fat security guards are trying to hold it, and they can't get the thing right. And the guy's coming. The guy's ready to finish the race and they can't get their shit together. So they can't like get it long enough or they can't, you know, line up right. The guy runs around them. He's like assuming they're like they're just like fucking up. The guy finishing the race runs around them, doesn't even run through their thing. And the security guard runs out there. He's like, wait, wait, wait. He jumps in front of my camera, blocks the whole thing. So the guy who won the marathon had to run around their shitty crew because he thought they were just fucking around. And then his video oh, was blocked. And man. I just stood there and I was like, I'm getting paid either way. I don't give a fuck what you guys think of this. I got hired to shoot this video. I did my job. It's not my fault that these guys right here. Imagine that. The sign was so janky that the guy who won the race was like, that can't be legit and ran yeah. around them. That's so there they he's coming up on it and he's like surely they wouldn't have two fat security guards just yeah. holding up printer paper as the finish line. This can't be and true. these guys This, yeah, this guy's so, running, he's like, I trained for this for months. This this can't be right. This is this him? Is this it? And you got the whole thing on tape. Yeah, and then they were like, Why is he blocking the shot? I'm like Bro, I mean, he's 10 feet in front of me. What do you want me to do? This is security guards. Are you, I'm, I'm going to go tell them. It's not just some fan. You know, it's not Cindy. Did they give you, they give you shit about it? Oh, I mean, I they didn't really see it because it was all this long footage. I dropped an SD card sure. off to a guy and I was like, hey, here's the deal. You know. Okay. You got, you got going your on. No, I mean, it is what it is at that point. People are so stupid, man. Like, I, I just stood there and I was like, this is what a waste. Like this, I mean, this guy doesn't give a shit anyway. He just won a marathon. He doesn't give a shit about the video of him finishing it. I don't yeah, think he, shit. no one was even there waiting for him. He just like left. I watched him. He just got his shit and he just like went home. Dude, those guys, marathon guys have no family. They, their focus is fitness. They're slaves. They don't have the people run. waiting for them. They're, he probably ran, got in his car, went to the next, he went to the San Diego marathon, dude. Yeah. He went home and took a shower and watched Storage Wars for six yeah. hours and called his mom. He's <laughs> like, hey, what no, you do he today? Didn't. He's like, I won a marathon. She's like, oh, that's great. Your father wrote from us. Storage Wars? <laughs> yeah, I'm watching yeah, it right now. <laughs> you see? They found an old typewriter. It's worth a thousand bucks. Ancient pyramids. Black holes. Who did 9-11? I have a theory. All right, so like the MLB announced that they're gonna try to reopen, and basically, I'm not, I'm gonna spare you all like the high, the, the fucking details of this shit. But they're basically their idea is that they're gonna realign the league into like three weird fucking conferences, kind of. They're gonna play at locations in like Arizona, Florida, stuff like that, and they're gonna do this like shortened season, no fans, of course, unless like I, in something changes, right? You know, okay. no one's going to those games. NBA, similar thing, right? What's the? You, I'm sure you know the stipulations of the NBA coming back. What are they? The NBA right now is trying to decide on bringing back. There's a talk about bringing back the regular season and finishing out the regular season, um, which I think is weird. But I, 
Right now, it's it's there's talk about bringing back the regular season in July in either August in Vegas in a bubble and completing the season there and then doing a shortened playoff version there, which I'm fine with. Honestly, the hardest part about coronavirus, I have it so easy that you should know the hardest part about coronavirus <laughs> is I can't watch basketball, and that's what I miss most. All right, yeah, I mean, go ahead. Listen, here's here's a hot take for you. I think I guess I, I I'm a little bit better with the NBA because I already started the season, but dude, let's not do this with baseball. Don't bring it back. Just cut the no. season. Yeah, don't do dude, it. Okay, it's and gonna I be feel a like sham. I should say this. Yeah, to the viewers, you are, okay? I wanna I want you to finish your take, but Zach ZP, baseball fan, MLB yeah. fan, Cincinnati Red fan. Uh, all right, so you I say don't, do it. don't bring I, back baseball. I'll be Stephen A here. You can't fucking do okay. it, man. You can't do it. You can't do it. It's so stupid. Like, listen, I love baseball. I want to watch baseball more than anything. But guess what? It's I don't want to watch some bastardized version of some bullshit that looks like college softball on ESPN3 that you'd see on a TV at Hooters. All right? Like, I don't want that. That's We're talking about the MLB here. Like, I'd rather not Rio. I'd rather not do it. Is that crazy? I know I'm in the minority here. Like, I know that no one, like, most baseball no, fans just want baseball to come back. But, dude, it's going to be such a stupid version. Like, it's going to be so dumb. There's going to be no fans cheering. It's just going to be, like, awkward, weird noises. Like, you're just going to hear... They're not even going to have audio from the field because they'll be saying fuck and shit constantly, whatever. Like... In it, there'll be no momentum. There won't have games won't feel like they have any like weight to them because there's no actual human presence there. You know, dude, I just, don't do all it. All right, actually, you know what? I'm all right. My take. So you're you're a baseball guy. Uh, I'm a I'm a basketball guy. We meet yeah. in the middle on football. Yeah, as a basketball course. guy, I am so stoked to watch street ball style NBA playoffs where we got guys talking shit. To each other, and I can hear it. If they and it's w- in a, and it's in a, it's in an environment where it's tight. It's like the stakes are super high, and there's only a couple cameramen. We got all sorts of wacky, weird camera angles, and I can hear everything. And there's no crowd. There's no nothing. It's just dudes balling out. Guy, I am, I am hyped for it. All right, I, listen. A stipulation to this: if they broadcast these games. With full uncensored audio from the court or from the field, I'm in. I'm officially in. Because then we're getting into like XFL territory where this becomes like half reality show and you can hear people talking shit. Like I want to see, I want to hear, you know, like Aaron Judge screaming that, you know, Jose Altuve is like gay from the, uh, you know, from the op. Like I want to see them. I want to watch Marcus Smart tell someone that he fucked someone's mom. I want to. Yeah. I want to watch Marcus Smart tell Trey Young that I that he fucked his mom. I want to. I want to watch LeBron talk shit about like a young player's contract, like how little money he has. Oh, I dude, want to see the thing. You're yeah. not gonna get that from LeBron, dude. You're not gonna get. You'll get it from Russell Westbrook. Like that's who we'll get it from. I want to see Russ talk shit like hardcore in the pain. I want to see Russ. I want to see. I want to see Russ. 
uh, be a baby, like a real baby, after like like they lose an important game and like stomp off, and you hear them being like, "Holy fuck! Like, what are we doing this for? So stupid! Like, what? Are we, yeah, I want I want to hear that." No, dude, Russ is gonna go and call some cameraman racist. That's what's gonna happen, dude. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> be like, he told me I was a yeah. This well, fucking honky stepped in my way, and I missed the <laughs> shot because he was in my fucking peripheral vision. This big ass wonky camera. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm I'm ready for this new experience. You know. Hey, you're an optimist. I'm just like I feel like with baseball. Listen, the NBA season already yeah. started. You got to do what you got to do. Which by oh, and by the way, let's not gloss over this. If you're one of these people who's out there and you're literally deciding on like for you a, a factor into whether or not to reopen the economy is because you need sports back. Shut up. All right, shut your fucking mouth if you're one of those people. All right, this is a privilege. Sports is a privilege, and it should not be yeah. a reason to reopen the economy so we can all go watch the fucking Cleveland Browns play in a weird half-empty stadium against the Jets in some game that doesn't matter. All right? That Okay, that being said, I will forego my second coronavirus test if it means we can get 15,000 coronavirus tests in vegas for the nba to reopen i'll stay home i'll stay put i'll stay in if you can promise me an insane 30 team nba playoffs um with basketball happening around the clock um i'll stay put dude you'll do it that that's i like basketball man i want to watch john moran dunk on zion williamson dude i'm a basketball i'm a basketball junkie man listen i'm a baseball junkie i'm an nfl junkie i want it back too but I yeah. swear to God, if one of my family members dies so that 20,000 buffoon, drunk dipshits from Price Hill can go to the Paul Brown Stadium and watch the Bengals dismantle Joe Burrow's career from the start, it doesn't seem worth it, is all I'm saying. doesn't seem worth it. But hey, I don't know. Our franchise sucks. Maybe if I was a, you know... If I was a Tampa Bay fan, I'd be like, we need to get this shit going ASAP. We need train- <laughs> Let's get training camp Screw back Screw my immune deficient family. Yeah. We got to watch Brady throw passes to Gronk again. Yeah, I that know. That needs to happen. You know, my mom doesn't have access to an antibody test, so she can't get back to work. But, dude, we got to see. I mean, hey, dude, dude, it's got Mike Evans and TB. I mean, we got to see that, you know? Yeah, dude. We're looking at a uh, all-time touchdown record, baby. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know when sports will reopen, but the people there. Uh, I hear that so often that people are like, "We gotta have sports back, dude." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I know," but also shut up. Now also, is not the time, okay? I think fact of the matter is, we don't need sports to open up. No, we don't. We don't. Will it help the economy? I don't know. Half of the, half of the teams don't even put money back into the tax system because they're all they have so many tax breaks, no. stadium deals, land contracts, right. ownership. Like you know, it's it's yeah, it's not a priority. And I'm ashamed that I'm a sports fan, but you know what? If if bringing sports back meant that people would stay home, if having some butchered up MLB season meant that pe- you know these guys aren't going out doing open yeah. carry protests at you know a beach. I might, I would be like okay yeah then we got to bring it back maybe that's what yeah. it is maybe we got to bring sports back because we can't be trusted to just throw be with some our thoughts chum. this long throw some chum dude. we gotta throw, throw some chum throw some chum to the sharks man. the sharks need a little blood 
Let him watch a let him let him watch a Rob uh, Brady to Gronkowski touchdown, and they'll 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 stay home and not be at the courthouse for a minute. We should do a thing where the only people who are allowed to go to uh, sporting events are COVID nineteen positive. Only let people who have COVID nineteen are allowed to go to the games. Everyone else has to stay home because that's what's going to be. People are going to get to this point where they're like, "Well, I have the antibodies, so I'm going out. I don't give a fuck." You're like. Yeah, that's going to be bad. Once the antibody people start uh, start Every- demanding that they're rights, then we're we're in trouble. That's the funny thing now. How many like how many of our dads and like you know our moms are all of a sudden becoming like medical science, you know, like experts. Also, yeah. well, we need an antibody test because you know my white blood cell count. It could be effective. Like, what? Do we, yeah. No one know. What do you? You don't know. I don't know well, what an antibody is. I don't. I no one does. Shut up. And if anyone's like, I know what it is. Shut up. You don't fucking yeah. know. You don't I know. I was about to be, I was about to be like, I know what it is. Then I thought about it and I'm like, I really don't though. Aren't the, don't, there are things that are related to how you get sick and how you get over being sick. That's all I know about them. And that's all I need that's, to know. Because yeah. I'm not a goddamn doctor. And, yeah. I, and I don't know if I have the antibodies. Is that going to stop me from going out and, you know, doing what... I do best, which is open carrying protests at a Red Robin. I don't know. I no, can't. what you do best, what you do best, man, is going out, getting on stage, and doing your offensive cholo accent, man. You gotta dude, get back out there. That's I gotta get back out there. I gotta do my offensive cholo accent. You know what the funny thing is, dude? The last set I did before this was the one I texted you, and I was like, "Hey, I did stand up high for the first time. I recorded it and I sent it to you, and I was like, is this stupid?" That was the last time I did stand up. The last time I did stand up before this was the first time I ever did stand up high. Because I was like, I don't give a fuck. I went to some weird ass Mike and Los Feliz. I was like, I don't care. And I did the Cholo accent and it got laughs. And I was like, you know what? This is freedom. And that's what I miss, (laughs) dude. That's this is the first. This is the Constitution at work, baby. (laughs)